0: Hey friends, I'm Faring here. I'm so glad you're joining me as we journey through the pages of God's Word, looking for the big picture story, digging deep in study, and discovering how all of this applies to our lives. Most importantly, I hope we are able to see how Jesus is found throughout it all, plus learn more about God's character and love for us along the way. Let's open our Bibles together, one chapter at a time. Okay friends, let's begin. Today we're doing something a little different on Open Our Bibles together with M. Faring podcast. I have asked my podcast editor and coach to join me to actually ask me some questions and have a conversation to celebrate this 50th episode of the podcast and the second year anniversary, which happened to just fall in the same week. So with that said, here is my friend, podcast editor and coach, Tammy Munson. Hello, everybody. I am so
1: excited to be here. I don't get the opportunity very often to guest host other people's podcasts. So thank you, Michelle, for inviting me to be a part of OOBT. Super excited about it. But I have a lot of questions for you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm sure your listeners would love to get to know you more. Now, you and I talked about this quite a few times. One of the things that I love is learning people's stories, where do they come from, what has been their experience, all those different kinds of things, because stories matter and they help break down barriers and obstacles. Agreed. Tell us a little bit about
0: the story of Michelle. Oh my. Well, just in case, so I don't go too long. I will actually just say, I'm going to link in the show notes some detailed descriptions I have about my life and this ministry. But with that said, I am a pastor's wife to my high school sweetheart, and um, he's also a construction science carpentry teacher at the local high school here. We are the parents of five kids. I don't know. There's just so many things. I hope you'll go to the show notes and get those links to the website. But the reality is, I think what everybody might want to know today is just that I have been studying the Bible a long time for myself. And I am still learning a lot as I study the Bible for OOBT. And so I think that since 2000, so 20 some years now, I have been in various capacities leaning into God's word. And it's still just as exciting today as it was that first day. And that's my mission. And that's my goal with the podcast is to help people fall in love with God's word and truthfully to then fall in love with the God who wrote it.
1: That was so good. So you talked a little bit about what your mission is. You didn't really intend to ever really start a podcast. Three years ago, if someone would have said, hey, M, you're going to start a podcast, what would you have said? Would you have been
0: like, yes, that's totally me? Or? No, it actually (laughs) did happen that kind of that way because I'm an English and journalism major, always love to write. Um, someday still have the dream to write a book, but don't know if that's God's plan for me. But it was during 2020 when the Bible study that I was leading had to stop because of COVID that yeah. I was missing it and just having a conversation in the house with my family as we were doing things. And my teenage son, CT, and then my husband also said, I think you should just start a podcast. And I was taken aback and my initial response was no, just like I said a minute ago. Like, <laughs> no, a speaker and like microphones and <clears throat> headphones and technology and yeah. recording. No, no, thank you. But I think that as I started to think about it and questioned it even more, I began to realize that there really was a way for me to continue to do the Bible study that I love to do with others. but. Maybe expand that reach. And so that kind of started to land a little bit differently than it had in the past. And so I started to open myself up to it. And as you know, and probably as the listeners of OOBT are almost sick of hearing now, but it really was that conversation between Moses and God at the burning bush that was the literal mic drop moment. Like, so yes, pun intended, because it was the moment (laughs) where God just solidified and really took away every hesitation I had with what he said to Moses, but it just landed heavy in my heart, like he was saying it to me. And basically the gist of it is he said to Moses, when Moses was saying, I'm not a speaker, Lord, I don't have the right words. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to embarrass you. And in my flesh, I still feel all those things about the podcast. So let's just be honest here, but God's response to Moses was who made your mouth?
1: Absolutely.
0: I will be with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: How do you argue that, Tam? (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) You can't. When we get those messages
1: and we just have to be obedient in that and know that God is going to take care of the things. And I really think for you, especially when we met, you were brand new to this process. We, of course, met through (laughs) Call Creatives, callcreatives.com for anybody that's interested. Check it out. They'll be in the show notes. But we kind of met in the beginning where you weren't really all that sure. Like, what was I going to do? And how was I going to do it? And how is it going to all work? And all these things. And it was that, that moment. I think we talked about Moses, the story of Moses, many, many times in our conversations back then and today, because Still. that seems to be one mm-hmm. of the things that a lot of people struggle with, whether they're starting the podcast or not.
0: Well, and he just is still influencing me. I mean, leading 2 million people in the desert. So, OB Tears, I know that if you've been listening to any of the episodes before this one, we are in the book of Exodus. And so Moses is on full force leader mode, definitely trekking with people in the (laughs) wilderness. And by far, I don't understand the 2 million because I struggle to get seven people out the door most days. So (laughs) I don't even know how he did it. But I think that just continuing to see his journey, but also, you know, the books that that we've studied in these last 50 episodes, like Mm -hmm. Job and Joseph and Abraham and all the characters. There's so much to learn from their mistakes and failures and also from their successes, the times they got it right. And I think that's relatable. The idea that stories matter and that people are drawn to that, that is part of what I love about the podcast, about Bible reading, but that's part of what led me into journalism in the first place and writing is because I wanted to know people's stories. Everybody has a story. Yeah.
1: Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story that matters. Absolutely. I don't want any of the listeners out there to think, oh, I have a story, but it's not really important. I'm not really important. We're all important. And we all have a really unique story to tell. And the world needs to hear that in whatever capacity that is. So going back just a minute to let's talk about some of those obstacles. And I really want to kind of dive into some of those and see how your your faith affected those things or helped you overcome those things. So one of the things with a lot of podcasters that your listeners may or may not know is they struggle with imposter syndrome and they struggle with yes. the overwhelm of all the things And creating the right content, especially if you're in, if you understand anything about the Enneagram, depending on what number you are. So how did you overcome that?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, you have definitely had a front row seat and a crucial (laughs) hand in the fact that we've made it to the second year anniversary in the 50th episode. Thanks friend Mm -hmm. and coach and editor. (laughs) Very much. I'm happy to be on this journey with you. Happy to be on the journey. Oh, Gosh, but I think that that's the reality of it. Is that I knew there was that mic drop moment where God made it clear that I was to do this podcast and speak into a mic, be a speaker, not just a writer. I right. struggled so much with, well, who would want to listen to me do a Bible study? All those types of things. And here are some things that that have helped me. One with this imposter syndrome thing is that Jesus left the ninety nine for the one. So if this podcast, if the only person besides you. So see, there's one at least that listens to the podcast, but more than and, and myself were the only ones that listened to it. It would still be valuable in God's eyes because we're hearing God's word and we're studying and we're leaning in. And so I think that just the understanding that you often say that numbers are vanity metrics. And that is a good reminder because I don't do this for the all I do this because God said. And so I hope it's benefiting others and it's for the good of others, not just the glory of God, because that's kind of a slogan I keep in my head is for God's glory and the good of others. But um, I think the reality is, is that I have to remember that my obedience matters, no matter the numbers, none of it, no matter the struggle that I go through to get that episode done, whether it be recording issues or noisy trucks or trains going by. I mean, people don't understand the behind the scenes of what it takes to record some content that doesn't have a lot of extra noise in it. So maybe there's a little bit of my perfectionist tendencies in that too. But those who know me know that that is a struggle for real. (laughs) I know, you know, I do know, but I'm not going to necessarily share all the things that's a different podcast for a different day. Thanks. Uh, That's the friend in you, right? Not the coach and the editor. It is. is.
1: (laughs) But you know, everybody who has a podcast, starting a podcast, even experienced podcasts are still, is the content that I'm making, is it resonating? Is it doing the job it's supposed yeah. to do? And when it's a pure calling from God, then we really want to make sure that we get it right.
0: Yeah. Also not let the overwhelm or the intimidation keep us right. from getting it out there. Like exactly. there's a difference between wanting to get it right or to the best of my knowledge, because you know what? Someday I might listen back to these other episodes that I've already recorded and and have learned more mm-hmm. in my Bible studies and realize I maybe said some things that weren't quite right, but at that moment I'm learning. And today I'm still learning. And I hope until the day I die, I'm still leaning into God's word, learning. And so I think that there's some grace to be had there. Oh, absolutely. And I love the fact that that we get this opportunity Mm -hmm. to learn so much about God and Jesus on these pages of his word. Absolutely.
1: So as everybody knows, this is a, usually a solo podcast. You're usually <laughs> doing it all by yourself without anybody else on the show. So let's talk about that isolation. Yes. Doing it by ourselves. And sometimes that can kind of creep in our head. Like, is anybody listening out there? Is- Is this resonating with anybody? What can you tell us about that? And how did you kind of work through that?
0: Well, so I'm definitely a work in progress. I will jokingly in a lot of my social media posts and even sometimes in my episodes talk about talking to the wall here in the shed where I record at. But I think there is a humor in that because literally I do face the wall and talk into it for the soundproofing and all those things. But the reality is, is that Sometimes the enemy likes to use those things that we even think in, in passing, like I'm just talking to the wall, to maybe put a thought in our head or you know, just make us to question whether or not anybody else really is listening. And so actually in this last episode of OOBT, when we were studying um, Exodus and now Moses has these 2 million people out in the desert and they're on this trek to Mount Sinai, his father-in-law comes to him his father-in-law Jethro. And so those of you, if you haven't heard last episode, be sure to listen to it because this will make a lot more sense. But (laughs) the reality is, is that in chapter 18, verse 18. So just this last episode, God used something that Moses said. So Moses is still teaching me, still being an example for me. And he had said something along the lines of, this is a burden too heavy for you to bear. Why are you trying to do this alone? He exactly. was talking to Moses about trying to ju- like judge people's disputes and be all the things to 2 million people for Pete's sakes. <laughs> That's a but lot of people. I- But I think it was just that good reminder that we should not do ministry alone because we need one another. As a matter of fact, that even just now reminds me of the episode before that with the battle with the Amalekites and Joshua, that Moses had two people standing under him, holding up his arms. And every time his arms were raised with that staff in his hand, the staff of God, they were winning the battle. But when he got weary and his arms started to drop, they started to lose. And so two people came and held up his arms. So that he could do the battle. I think that's just the reminder that we don't do anything alone, even when no. we're talking to a wall, even when we're only one talking into the mic, we're never yes. doing it alone. Yes. And then, of course, we always have our God with us, which anybody who's listened to the podcast for any amount of time knows, not just at Advent do I throw that in. Right <laughs> I love God with us. I love right. it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that brings up a really great point, because we are meant for
1: community. We are Absolutely. not meant. If 2020 and the years that followed taught us anything, yes, there's so much more mental health issues. There's so much more struggles in the world now after have gone through that period of isolation, whether mm-hmm. you were in true isolation or just hunkered down with your family because you couldn't go anywhere because everything was right. shut down anyway. We realized mm. just how much we crave that community. Absolutely. And it's community that helps us grow in our faith. We get to listen to other people's stories. We get to be part of their lives and do all the things. So even though it's a solo podcast, it's still a community. And that's what you have built here, friend. And I am very um, proud of you for that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And I, and I love that because I think the idea too, is that not only are we a community studying together, but we're studying the things that God wanted us to know about yes. the people that have come before us. Yes. And so I think there's a lot of um, encouragement, um, conviction, and just plain great understanding to know that those who have gone before us were not perfect. They did not do it all right. They made a ton of mistakes, but God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And that's something else that I've had to, another phrase that you see it how quickly it came out of my mouth. I have had to hold on to that. And not mm-hmm. just in podcasting, just in ministry. Over the course of my life in general. Yeah. (laughs) Ministry's hard, you. Yeah. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) (laughs) Preach.
1: Okay. So now listen, y'all. I have have fun questions for Michelle. She does Uh not know what these fun questions are. (laughs) So we're going to get to see her process through all of this in real time. Part of me is joking when I say that because they're super easy, just silly, fun questions. Okay. We're going to (laughs) start off the top with... What is your Enneagram number, Michelle?
0: I am a two. I am a helper. That is, and there is nothing that (laughs) is more clear to me than that. That is how God wired me for sure. Yes. To help others. Yes. So yes, two all the way. Love it. Okay. Next. Now, this
1: is really an important question. (laughs) What do you prefer? Uh Guac or queso?
0: Oh my gosh, friend. Queso. Queso, queso. Now, I love guacamole. Uh, Anything. Mexican food related. I'm in pretty much. Yes. But you know, there's that saying out there that says not everybody is going to like you. You're not queso. To me, that just feels right. Like, okay, not everybody's going to like me, but queso is really good. It's good.
1: If you would have said the other way, I might've been like, I don't know if we could be friends anymore.
0: (laughs) And truthfully, we are still talking about you needing to make a trip. So either me or you, so we can have some chips and queso in real time, real In real time, yes. Yes. Instead of just through pictures. Yes. Always.
1: Okay. A little bit more serious. What is your favorite Bible study resource or maybe even an app? Is there a go-to that you always go with? Like, this is the thing I'm always going to go with most of the time.
0: Well, besides my NLT Life Application Study Bible, because obviously the Bible should be the first resource that we right. ever use, but there's actually quite a few. So, this is probably a good time for me to um, share with our audience that um, I have recently finished up my favorite study resources PDF. And so, there'll be an email sign up coming soon for that and be watching. And also, I'm just really excited to have that resource out because I think that there's so many good things. I would say though, in answering your question, my second favorite would be, gosh, it's so hard to pick. I think my Jesus Bible. Mm -hmm. And so I really love that one because I, one of my main goals in the study is not only for us to see God's character more and more on those pages, but to see how Jesus is throughout the whole thing from the very beginning to the very end. So before Jesus was even born as that little cute baby in the manger in Mm -hmm. the beginning of the New Testament, he was there. And I think that that's what I love is because especially as we are spending so much time in the Old Testament right now, Mm -hmm. it's just been a really helpful resource to help me see that where I maybe wouldn't have seen it before. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I love that the PDFs are ready. Love it, love it, love it so much. I've only been promising for two years, but I'm no quitter, you know? (laughs) It, so it takes some time and to narrow it down, because truthfully, I could have went on for pages of resources. <laughs> OK, so you and I are both big fans of The Chosen.
1: Yes. Do you have a favorite disciple or, as Bianca Olthoff says, a Bible boyfriend?
0: A Bible boyfriend. <laughs> That's what she's so saying. sorry, Jason. <laughs> you okay know, I think he's fine. Yes. Um. So I would say. I love Peter and I actually have been loving Peter even in studying the Bible over the years because mm-hmm. I relate to Peter. Sometimes he just does things without thinking. I mean his heart's in the right place but sometimes he just really messes things up even in trying to do right and I can so resonate with that. But I just love I love to see how they're developing Peter as a character on The Chosen through yes. the Bible stories but also yes. just real life. Like what, what was it like I believe now don't quote me on this because I did not research before we said, I said this, but I believe he's the only disciple, at least that we know of that is mentioned in scripture that was married. I think, I think you're right. I have and so even before. if that's not right, but as someone who's in ministry and trying to do this married mom ministry life and all the other things, I think that's just really, it's helpful to see that there is a struggle there and that's okay. Like there can be a tension there and we can just do the best that we can. But you see Peter being torn back and forth between wanting to be there for his wife, but just wanting to do what Jesus says. And so I think that that's a tension we can all understand, even if we're not married. Let's just be honest, because life, I mean, real life. (laughs) Friendships, any relationship, really. But um, and truthfully, the character they have playing Peter, he's not bad on the eyes. He's not. See, that, that's where I was going in my head, and I'm like, I really hope she says that because
1: is my he is my absolute favorite. He always has been because yes. I so I'm an enneagram eight for those of, of you that yes will, will you like are. To know that. I'm very much I am the eightest eight probably Michelle has ever met. I, I believe <laughs> I resonate with Peter so much in the fact that I do that too. I do things, I make decisions quickly, but I make them in the best interest of the information that I have at the time. It might not always be the right decision, the right thing, but I do it in the best interest of what's in front of me, what I know, and what I know God wants me to do or what I believe I think he's trying to tell me, this is what I want you to do.
0: So, I'm sure that yeah. resonates with the audience as well, yeah. just listening today. I think I, we've all been there.
1: I also have a second favorite. I don't know if I've Uh-oh. told you
0: this, but I have a second Uh-oh. favorite, and that is Matthew. I adore yes, Matthew. Yes, you have told me, and I, I know why. Do you want to share a little bit about I that? I do,
1: yes. So my oldest daughter has some special needs, and she is not on the autism spectrum, but she does have some tendencies. The, tendencies? the yes. aut- She does have autistic tendencies, and so a lot of Matthews mannerisms that they portray. Now I know it is a fictional thing, it's not actually, <laughs> right, we don't but, know for certain. But I adore the way that they yes. that the actor plays him, mm-hmm. that how they write for him, and it really gives a face to autistic people, people yes. who have special needs whether it's learning disability, a brain injury like my daughter has whatever the case may be, I love his, his honesty. And I can also resonate with that as an eight as well. Because Michelle's been in many meetings where my face may say something completely different than what the words are coming
0: out of my mouth. You can't lie. I can't. Your face doesn't lie. It talks first. Yes, it does. Oh, friend. (laughs) It does.
1: So, okay. So last fun question. Obviously one of your favorite podcasts is OOBT. (laughs) But is there another favorite podcast that, oh,
0: that you have? Goodness. So, I'm sure there's many, the,
1: but yes. let's just pick one.
0: Yes. Okay. Because many of my friends, I will be out on a walk or whatever and be texting them. I think I even do this to you, text you podcast links. Like, you do. oh, you got to listen <laughs> to this one. But um, I would say in this season, I'll, I'm will i going to narrow it to two. Okay. And that's as bad as good as I can get. Sure. Um, so, one of them is the Jess Conley podcast. It was previously called the Go and Tell Gals. And for mm-hmm. ministry people, which truthfully, we are all in ministry, mm-hmm. my friends. We are all in ministry, whether it's in our homes or speaking into a mic, it's all ministry. It but um it's a very good, she talks a lot about imposter syndrome. She talks about us being the not being the hero that we need to quit trying to be the hero of our stories, but that God is, and on and on. So just go listen, go listen. We'll link that in the show notes. But my mm-hmm. other favorite is She Reads Truth. Um, and I think good. that's because they take such a deep dive into all the things, all the things. Um, I, I'm i a big fan of the Bible recap, but those are snippets and still great. But as far as those deep dives that, that I really love and like to dig into, they go the distance in their podcast episodes. So I would say that would be my Two podcast. very good
1: podcasts. I love <laughs> Jess Connolly's new version.
0: Yes, I do oh, too.
1: I mean, I didn't listen to it a lot on the other side of it, with the other format, but this new, this new format, absolutely loving both of those great recommendations. Well, friend, this has been so much fun for me. Thank you for asking me to do it. It was, it is 100% my pleasure, my honor to do Mm -hmm. it. So thanks thanks again for having me on the show.
0: You're welcome. And thanks for, thanks for interviewing me because I really, I wanted to do something special for this 50th episode and the second anniversary, especially falling in the same day. And yes, we can throw confetti because, you know, I love that, but, (laughs) but I also just thought it might be kind of fun to just take a different approach for this one. So thanks for being willing to join me in this. And also I think we'll just end the show the way we always end the show. This is M Faring, and I can't wait for us to study our Bibles again together next time, my friends.